welcome to the desi horror podcast where i cover all things supernatural i'm your host swati rao our instagram is at the desi horror podcast follow me there i also have exclusive membership for fellow horror enthusiasts click on the link in the description for content tailor made for you watch out for a new episode every monday now let's get back to today's episode Today's episode is a bonus episode as I promised in the previous release. And this is because there was a time lag and a lot of episodes did not get released in the past one month. So that is why we have this bonus episode. In this episode, we are going to be talking about dolls. Creepy dolls that live together in one giant house. For those of you who have no idea about haunted dolls, a movie that I really love is called Chucky, which is an old Hollywood movie. It's about one creepy ass doll. And for those who haven't watched it, you must watch that movie. Now, this story is going to be Chucky multiplied by 100 and living in a mansion. How creepy does that sound? For today's story, we travel to the beautiful city of Kolkata. Kolkata is known for the delicious sweet rasgulla it's known for its textiles it's known for its art kolkata is such an artistic city it's known for its beautiful sweet language bengali and it's known for bengali people who are extremely passionate about their movies and of course art in general now in kolkata there is this house near the Shova Bazaar jetty on the banks of the mighty river Ganges in this post-colonial city which was a beauty to behold a mansion of breathtaking artistry and a reflection of the roman architectural style now there are people called bengali babus who were profiting by serving the oppressive british colonizers at that time when british was ruling india now long gone are the mansion's glorious days long gone are the bengali babus and what remains is a 200 year old haunted house partially occupied and partially abandoned the reputation of unearthly terror from its crumbling walls this is the house of the living dolls many have said this house is haunted Many have claimed that they hear an unearthly giggle from within its walls. Many claim that there's an eerie and chilling feeling in the mansion's premises. But what happened here? That's what we're talking about. Back in the year 1819, which was two decades prior to the dawn of the English Victorian age, Kolkata was the empire's jewel in the crown because it was the second busiest city. after london in this british colonial global presence now shov bazaar this area was a spectacle to behold at that time leagues of trading ships from great britain would unload and store their loads in the warehouses of the bengali babus which dotted along the banks of the river ganges shops of all sorts of things different kinds of businesses colorful bazaars even a brothel which would go on to be asia's largest flesh market were a part of this vibrant neighborhood 
a hustling, bustling, simmering cauldron of human life in the colonial cityscape. At that time, a young Bengali businessman had amassed a lot of wealth and he built a three-story mansion and warehouse in the region. This unique house was an epitome of luxury in a million ways. Now, this young Bengali had a vivid taste and he painstakingly infused beauty in even the minutest of details. Now, the businessman's daughter was the apple of his eye and to please her, he would go to extreme lengths. The daughter was a loving, kind and happy girl in every way. But there was one thing about her. She was insane about dolls. She was obsessed with dolls. She had dolls from all over the world that her father got with great effort, spending a lot of his wealth. Wanting to please and make make his daughter happy in a big way, the businessman came up with a plan to adorn every corner of his mansion with statues and dolls of cement, wood, stone and marble. He got the best sculptors and craftsmen from across the subcontinent to make and install spectacular statues all over this beautiful place. There were there was statues of Hindu gods and goddesses, kings and soldiers, beautiful maidens, handsome men, everything you could think of. He even got statues from England, Italy and Spain. And when the installations were complete and the house was finally made, it was nothing like anyone had ever seen. Now all was well until one dreadful winter, something terrible happened. A sudden and unknown sickness crept into the little girl's body, slowly draining her life away. The businessman got all the best doctors and medicine men of that time. However, nobody could find a cure and the girl's life was snatched away. The grief of losing his child was too much for the businessman. He could no longer stay in the dollhouse that he had made for his daughter. Unable to bear the memories of the pain, the man sold his business and his dream home and vanished away to a place never to be found again. Many years passed by and it was sometime around the mid-1800s. Now the Victorian age in Calcutta was in its peak. The city had become a treasure trove of unimaginable riches. The Bengalis led a lifestyle of extreme lavishness and squandered wealth at every chance and instance. The ownership of the dollhouse was now with a very vile and sinister Bengali Babu who led a lavish and extravagant lifestyle rather, but he took sadistic pleasure out of deeds of wickedness. The happy home of the doll-loving, playful little girl and her artistic father had now become a house of torture, pain and death. The evil Babu had an exquisite taste for young women. He, along with his vile friends, would take great pleasure in torturing, ravaging and murdering helpless girls abducted from different regions. To engage in these atrocities of unspeakable horror that he inflicted on these young girls, he had made many modifications to the house to maintain discreetness. Many of the main doors of the mansion were not entryways, but it was just for mere appearance. 
There were false gates visible on the facade of the house even today. He also made a secret entrance from the side of the circular railway tracks behind his place of death. His vile friends and the violators of these innocent women would secretly enter the house from the hidden gateway to carry on their misdeeds. During this during this time in the year 1869 under the inspiration and enthusiasm of a budding theater star Baikuntu Nath Nata a theatrical troupe by the name Marchrong Boykuntu Songeet Somaj was born in the streets of Barisal city in the undivided Bengal of that time which has now become a part of Bangladesh now many years before the partition a part of this natta theater family came to kolkata and settled down here the kolkata branch of this theater company known as the natta jatra company still exists till today now their connection to the doll house however you will see as the story progresses now as the years progressed the walls of the gentle and beautiful doll house got stained with blood of these innocent women the corridors halls and rooms of the mansion resonated with the wailing cries of murdered innocents at the height of oppression by the ruthless ruthless british colonizers the doll house continued as a place of torment pain and death in order to please the very vilest of the britishers in the region the owner of the mansion entertained and allowed them to torture and kill many freedom fighters of the day then time progressed and when the partition happened the nation was divided into pakistan and india and we received our freedom from the empire of great britain in 1947 with the fall of the british empire the wealth the other the, the source of wealth for these bengali babus was cut off owners of the doll house which was the saha family gradually found it more and more difficult to keep this mansion and keep it maintained during these deteriorating times in the mansion's life frame the sahas started taking in tenants to sustain the house and themselves many of the rooms on the ground floor were given out to companies to be used as godowns and to individuals to operate small businesses few of these rooms are still being used as warehouses even today Two rooms on the second floor of the doll house at that time were taken on rent by the Natta Jatra company which I mentioned just some time back to store their equipment. Now as time flew the theater company's fame and fortune grew. The owner of the theatrical troupe had amassed a decent bit of fortune and wanted to buy this house from the Saha family who as I mentioned were in financial distress and they were looking for a way out because they couldn't keep this house anymore looking at the expenses finally in 1978 the owner of the natajatra company managed to buy the house by getting the signature of the 78 members of the saha family from all over the country members of the natta family continue to reside on the third floor of the mansion even today unfortunately their fame and fortune have dwindled over the years now during this 200 year old history of the doll house sometime after the little girl's death the presence of a unsatisfied spirit started to be seen and felt 
They say her giggles can be heard even today. And after the torture and murder of many innocent women and freedom fighters, their unsatisfied spirits remain and roam the mansion's earthly realm. Today, the second floor of the house is completely abandoned, while the Nutta family continue to reside in portions of the third floor, and some rooms of the ground floor continue to be used as a go-down and a sawmill. In general, the mansion is dying and crumbling. Many claim that the dolls come alive in the night time, possessed by the spirits of the unsatisfied and tortured souls that roam the premises. No one has ever died or been attacked in any way. So perhaps all the stories could just be a figment of their imagination. Or maybe it could be have it could have also been spun by individuals with different interests. Or maybe there is some truth to it. We just don't know. Presently, the house's ghostly popularity has risen to this extent that the members of the Nutta family have been forced to put up hoardings and notices declaring that there are no ghosts in the premises. Because as you can tell, this house has driven tourists to that region. Perhaps such a beautiful part of Kolkata's history should not be allowed to crumble with ghost stories. Perhaps the mansion should be declared a heritage building and restored to its former glory by the government. Well, these things are clearly not easy to decide. But if you happen to be in the vicinity of Shoba Bazar Jetty, it's worth your time to check out this place. And hopefully, you just never know, there could be a movement from a window, from a terrace, or maybe you could just hear the giggle of a little girl.